0: Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present Locked On Today.
1: The SEC is getting wild as we head toward March. Are Zion Williamson and the Pelicans heading for a breakup? Plus the Nets, Celtics, Raptors, Hornets, and Hawks. One of these teams shouldn't be like the other. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and the biggest debates in sports. You're Locked On Today.
0: Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story.
1: Florida had a chance to beat a pair of ranked opponents, including number one Auburn, when they took on Arkansas on Tuesday night. But the Razorbacks prevailed 82 74 in what has been a wild SEC. So far this season, five teams in the top 25, two in the top six right now. Joining me now from Locked On SEC, Chris Gordy. Chris, this game uh, features a red hot team and a really good team. We know what Auburn and Kentucky feature in this conference, especially Alabama, Tennessee, along with them. What does this game tell you about the current state of the SEC?
2: Yeah, I mean the 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 crazy part is everybody's attention has been on Auburn and been on Kentucky, and obviously they've been two of the best teams in the SEC. I think you know Auburn has done it all year long. Kentucky kind of snuck up on us early, and they've proven over this whole run that they are one of the most consistent teams in the SEC. But Arkansas is kind of the the little brother saying, "Hey, don't forget about me over here." Uh, JD Notte was a big reason why they beat uh, Florida the other night, twenty-two points. Six rebounds, two blocks. He's averaging close to 19 a game. He's in my running for SEC player of the year right up there with Oscar Sheepway from Kentucky. But when you look at it, Arkansas now won 12 of their last 13 games. Their last three games are going to be tough now. Don't get me wrong. They get Kentucky, they get LSU, and then they're at Tennessee. But I just love what J.D. Notte is doing. Jalen Williams, the big man, he's been good as of late. He had 15 points and 10 rebounds against Florida. So Arkansas, one of those teams that, okay, they're not Auburn, they're not Kentucky, but definitely a team worth watching when it comes to tournament time
1: and it's not like Tennessee Alabama they don't have talent LSU in the mix although they're not ranked their their SEC ranking has them in the mix as well so as we head toward the SEC tournament how do you handicap this field and who do you think it means the most for as we head into NCAA seeding time as well
2: yeah, I mean, I think when you talk about the Kentuckys and the Auburns, I think they're fine. You know, I think uh, they'll they'll both be in <clears> you know, running uh, for, you know, one seed. Kentucky may slip down to a two. We'll see what happens the rest of the way. But I think Arkansas and Tennessee are in. And then you got this big clogging of LSU, Alabama, South Carolina, Mississippi State, Florida, all kind of hanging right around 500 in the conference. These last couple of games are going to tell our tale. I think LSU and Alabama are – worthy of getting their tickets punched and depending on what happens here these last couple of games, I think they're both in, but man, they could really go a long way to help their seedings. I think right now Alabama and LSU both anywhere from a six to an eight seed. Man, if they could string together some wins here and finish strong and win a game or two in the SEC tournament, I'd say maybe one of them could get up as high as five, particularly Alabama because of the big wins that they have on their resume this year.
1: Thanks for making Locked On today your first listen of the day. Coming up are Zion and the Pelicans. Headed
0: for a divorce. That's next. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today.
1: A much-anticipated appearance for Aaron Rodgers on Tuesday's Pat McAfee show did not bring the big news some were expecting. The only news Rodgers broke was, well, that he just had a... 12-day cleanse that involved... Now you can look it up. You do not want to hear about what it involved. Rodgers did offer praise for new quarterbacks coach Tom Clements, who is actually Aaron Rodgers' old quarterbacks coach. He said both the Packers and Devontae Adams probably want to get a long-term deal done rather than use the franchise tag. But Rodgers said he is not ready to make a decision. Did he know when he went on the Pat McAfee show? That everyone would think he was going to announce a decision? Yes, absolutely he did. He is loving this. But will Packers fans love his decision whenever he makes it? Well, we'll have to wait and see. Number 21, UConn beat number 8, Villanova, 71-69 in dramatic fashion Tuesday night. A game marked by an ejection of UConn coach Dan Hurley in the first half after he was tossed for, get this, pumping up the crowd. It was Hurley's second tech of the game, and it was UConn's first win over its longtime rival since 2014, snapping a five-game losing streak. It was also UConn's first win over an opponent ranked in the top 10 since that same year, ending a skid of 12 straight losses in such matchups. In his dismissal by the Miami Dolphins last month, coach Brian Flores declined to sign a separation agreement presented by team owner Stephen Ross. Flores told Brian Gumbel of HBO's Real Sports. Just signing that separation agreement would have really silenced me, Flores said in the episode that airs Tuesday night. By not signing the separation agreement, Flores left millions of dollars on the table According to one of his attorneys, but not signing it also granted him the freedom to talk about his treatment in Miami. Guard Javon Carter plans to sign with the Milwaukee Bucks once he clears waivers. The Nets waived Carter upon reaching an agreement with free agent guard Goran Dragic on Monday. Carter is the second perimeter player this month to choose the Bucks after being waived by the Nets, joining DeAndre Bembry. Here's what to look for on Bet Online, your number one spot for all your daily gambling needs. There's a big slate of college basketball tonight, and Bet Online has you covered with the latest odds. An SEC matchup that's expected to be a blowout. Ole Miss takes on number three, Auburn. Bet Online likes Auburn by 16. A slightly closer matchup in the SEC between LSU and number six, Kentucky, has the Wildcats favored by seven, according to Bet Online. Plus, two powerhouse programs face off. And even though both are having a down year, this should be a fun close game. Syracuse faces off against Notre Dame. The bet online line for this one has the Fighting Irish favored by four and a half. Bet online where the game starts.
0: Here is another story you
1: need to know. Zion Williamson, not on the basketball court, but still taking shots from former teammate J.J. Redick who said Zion is a distant teammate, criticized him for not reaching out to new teammate CJ McCollum joining me now from Locked on Pelicans. It's Jake Madison. And Jake, why is this distant teammate criticism something that has taken off this, this way? Why does this resonate so much, do you think?
3: You know, I think... The main reason is because Zion has been silent. We have not heard from him since media day all the way back in September. And I think there's one thing we all know in 2022 at this point that if you don't control the narrative, other people are going to control it for you and fill in the blanks. And that's what is happening, not just in the national media around Zion, but with Pelicans fans, too, I think they're trying to figure out why this guy isn't reaching out to his new teammate, why he said he was going to be back for the first real game of the regular season that hasn't happened. And so it's been setback after setback and issue after issue. And so they're trying to figure out what's going on. And I think you have the specter of Anthony Davis and the way he forced his way out, kind of leaning over everyone's shoulder. And that kind of leads us to the mess that we're in today.
1: Yeah, it does seem like the the potential exit for Zion, the he's not really all in on New Orleans. He's already got one foot out the door, he's already looking at New York real estate kind of narrative. Seems seems to be coloring all of this. How fair do you think that perspective is? I don't think it's totally accurate, but I'm
3: also not going to say it's inaccurate. And I'll take it a little bit of a step further. If you were to ask me if I think Zion Williamson is going to be in a Pelicans uniform next season, I'm not 100% certain on that right now. There is definitely, and I've spoken on this uh, on my show a lot, a rift and kind of a, you know, an icy relationship between him and the franchise for whatever reason, maybe that's just who he is. Maybe he just didn't want to be here in the first place, or maybe it's just, they made mistakes his first two years that really rubbed him the wrong way. Or maybe it has something to do with the training staff because of all of that. It, feels like he's looking to go elsewhere and maybe does have one fat out the door. New Orleans has a history of this with Chris Paul, with Anthony Davis, to a lesser extent with Eric Gordon as well. And so I think fans, at the very least, are worried about getting burned again.
1: And we're seeing history repeat itself just a little bit. On the other side of this, though, yes, what we've seen from Zion on the court is terrific. He was, when he was healthy, a a dominant uh, offensive player at the very least, but we haven't seen him on the court consistently. There have been rumors about his weight fluctuations. We've seen some of the photos around him. This is not the Anthony Davis situation where we've seen him be an all NBA caliber player, even as as injured as Anthony Davis was at times. So to what degree do you think it makes sense for New Orleans to just say, okay, look, we're going to move heaven and earth, whatever you want, Zion, If you want a new GM, you want a new coach, whatever you want, we'll do it. You
3: know, they've done a lot of that, I think. And that's why this is also very frustrating, right? Prior to him being drafted, they pulled Aaron Nelson away from the Phoenix Suns, one of the better medical training staffs in the league, Uh, a group that has resurrected the career of Shaq, uh, kept it going of Steve Nash. I could throw other names in there too. They've done pretty much anything he's asked. This is the guy who's getting one of the sweet rooms that they get when they're on the road, even when he's not playing. They've kept injuries quiet at the quest of his camp and his people. You know, they are letting him be in Portland right now, away from the team, which is not their choice, even though they'll spin it that way, instead of forcing him, which they could do, to be here in New Orleans rehabbing. They're acquiescing to basically anything he wants, and it still feels like this isn't going well.
1: Coming up, the Nets, Celtics, Raptors, Hornets, and Hawks. One of these teams shouldn't be like the other. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. I'm sticking to my resolution to eat better this year, especially when it comes to snacking, and Built Bar is the A number one reason why. They have something for everyone. They've got Built Bites, love that. Pre-workout, grab it, just give me enough energy to get through that workout, and then fuel my body up with a meal or a protein shake, whatever it is. They've got Built Puffs, that is... Marshmallow infused with protein. Unbelievable. You've never had a protein bar like this. And then the classic bars. I'm a huge fan of the coconut brownie, but there's so many flavors for you to choose from. They all taste incredible. Covered in 100% chocolate, yet they're low carb, low sugar, uh, high in protein and high in fiber. They're the fuel that your body wants and your body needs while also Giving your taste buds what they want and what they need. It is a rare, rare combination, especially for those of us who are trying to eat healthy. Use the promo code Locked15 to get 15% off when you go to built.com and place your next order. That's promo code Locked15 for 15% off at built.com. Agree or disagree? This is the cue of the day our Locked On NBA hosts have gathered during the All-Star break to speak with hosts who find themselves in similar situations for this conversation. Locked On Celtics host John Corrales, Locked On Raptors host Sean Woodley, Locked On Hornets host Doug Branson, Locked On Hawks host Brad Rowland, all joined together in their Eastern Conference Mediocrity to say to Doug Norrie of Locked On Nets, what are you doing here? The Nets are, are clear. One of these things is
4: not like the other. The let's, let's start with the Nets because obviously you're hanging your hat on the Ben Simmons trade. So we've already kind of like joked around about why you're here. We all know injuries and, and everything. Can the Ben Simmons trade fix what's broken in Brooklyn?
0: Well, having better players play can begin to fix it. Like that's that's the like the sort of the place to start with him. Like one of the sec- one of the silly, it's not secrets. One of the problems within that season is they've been playing with just a roster of barely NBA players. Once you get past the injuries and the mandates and guys that like you know Harden that didn't really want to play near the end. Like after those three guys, the, the roster has been so top heavy that after them they were would have been the worst team in the in the league if this was the team on a day in day out basis. So adding just a guy who actually is like, you know, all NBA ish kind of guy, if you can return back to regular form for him is a, is just a win just to have a warm body. And I know like, you'll, you know, Nets fans are joking about sort of like what drag is going to mean. These guys actually kind of for them at this point do sort of matter. So I think Simmons, if he can come back at even some percentage of his former self, not the guy that we remember from the Atlanta series, but like before that, that who was just you know a real dude. Uh, he clearly helps the team just from a talent standpoint because really it's what it's been talent was they've been lacking, and this is why they dug this hole. They just haven't had enough horses once the big guys got injured or couldn't play.
4: What do you the rest of you guys think? And let's start with with Doug. Uh, do you think that there's this chance that Brooklyn stays here and gets dangerous? Like, what, what do you? What's your crystal ball telling you?
5: I mean, I certainly think there's an opportunity, but the Brooklyn Nets, uh, by the way, Brooklyn, uh, just want to welcome you to the endless middle of the Eastern Conference. Charlotte's been <laughs> here for a while. The furniture around here is is not as quality as what you're used to, but it lasts a long time. <laughs> uh, John, John said that all of our teams have a tenuous grip on being good. They also have a tenuous grip on being bad, and that's why we're here. Um, but but I think I think Brooklyn's got a shot, but they face the exact same problem that all of our teams do at this point. And that's that there are only 20-plus games left in the season, 22 for the Charlotte Hornets. And uh, they've got to do a lot of work in a short amount of time to figure things out this season. And Brooklyn, despite having a, a lot better talent uh, than Charlotte does on paper, uh, they just have just as much time.
4: I know the Hawks and Brad, you you kind of have a, a similar a – kind of like a similar, uh, I guess, feeling as, as Doug and Brooklyn because the Hawks, after last year's run, are you know we're, we're expecting a lot a lot better this season uh what's your take on their situation and what's your take on your situation and can Atlanta kind of be the team that kind of puts it together
5: yeah it's it's fairly similar because of where the Hawks were thinking they would be at this point in time and it was not here not necessarily quite to the same level as the Nets who were seen as top three title contenders but the Hawks were in that next tier down after making the conference finals and um In some ways, the Hawks situation is almost more maddening because for Brooklyn, you can look at the availability of players and kind of see what happened. Like Kevin Durant not being around is a pretty obvious issue. Kyrie Irving playing half the time is a pretty obvious issue, etc. The Hawks have been not 100% healthy all season long. They had a pretty bad COVID spell, etc., but they've had a lot of their guys for a lot of the season and they're still below 500. So that's that's almost more frustrating for fans and for the team. Honestly, you, you mentioned the Capella statements. They've been a little baffled, I think, about what's gone wrong. And it's not necessarily a big secret on the numbers because the defense has just been terrible this season. And it's pretty hard to be sub 500 when you're number two in the league in offense, that's where the Hawks are right now. Um, that math is difficult. And that kind of means that you're terrible on defense. And that maybe is the clearest explanation of what's transpired. But I think that uh, it'd be a lot easier if they could just be like, you know, Trey Young missed half the season. You can
1: just kind of point to that, but that isn't the case. For more on the middle of the Eastern conference, check out Locked on NBA on YouTube. And finally, a Kobe Bryant card was sold privately last week for two million dollars pwcc marketplace said on tuesday the highest a brian card has ever brought the sale is notable in that the card a 9798 metal universe precious metal gems emerald is not a rookie card nor does it boast an autograph or game used memorabilia swatch the card market feels like bitcoin right now the market is the market for uh, reasons Thanks for making Locked On Today your first listen. For your second listen, download Locked On Bets. All the gambling advice you need in about 20 minutes. Coming up Thursday, a more in-depth look at the stretch run of the NBA season. So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on today.